Welcome to Call It In with Dar, a podcast for women seeking more depth and meaning in their lives, more happiness, more healthiness, more abundance, more peacefulness, and more overall fulfillment. Each episode provides practical, actionable takeaways in mindset, soul set, and heart set living. To celebrate our one year anniversary, we are proud to present the Light Leader Series. Comprised of over a dozen experts from all over the world. I'm Dar, and I can't wait to share them all with you on Call It In with Dar. In celebration of our show's one year anniversary, I am proud to present the Light Leader series with experts from all over the world. Today's guests are Sarah Barton, Mandy Bedbury, and Jean Berry. Our first topic is Intuitive Tools with Sarah Barton, where she discusses four tools to help us on our journey to self-growth. Hello, everyone. I am Sarah Barton. I am an intuitive life coach and emotional healer. I am also a psychic medium and a certified Reiki practitioner. I serve women by supporting and guiding them along their healing journeys and helping them create the life they desire. I began my intuitive journey about three years ago um, because my daughter at the time was struggling emotionally, and I knew deep down that there was something more that I could do for her. Um, And so I followed my curiosity with the chakra system, which led me to becoming certified in Reiki. And then it opened up this big intuitive world for me. Um, And I, I leaned into it. It was so, it felt so natural for me. Um, And so I have been leaning into that intuitive side of myself for the last how many years now. And I could not be more thrilled with it because it is such a sole purpose of mine. Um, I, without a doubt, had the biggest gift when I opened up within me and I knew that I needed to bring it forth to the world and to help serve those women who were also trying to create their own desires. Um, We all know that we are creators of our own destiny. We know that everything is energy and the energy that we put out is what we attract back in. But how do we shift ourselves out of those low vibrations and frequencies and into those magical manifesting high vibrations? I'll be honest, it's a process. It's a journey. But with the right tools and healing, it is 100% possible. So I wanted to share with you some tools that will always be there to help pull you up and pull you forward when you are just struggling in the chaos around you. The very first tool that I have for you is journaling. I find it to be so beneficial. I've used it myself. I always recommend that my clients do it as well. Um, And I always tell them to scream on paper. 
leave it uncensored. Don't edit it. Leave it raw, ugly. Just let all of that stuff pour onto that paper. Take all that swirling storm that's within you and put it on the paper. Let that pen flow. Lay it all out there. And you will find that as you release all of that stuff onto paper, that you will have that clarity and sense of calm to move on and move forward. The next one is those limiting beliefs. Know that they are not true and they are not yours. They don't match who you are on a soul level and what you are here to do and what your purpose is. Go deeper to the root. So when you have a limiting belief come up, ask yourself, where did this arise? Who said this to me? And how true is this of who I truly, truly am? Journal that all out. That is a fantastic journaling point to help you kind of go back and heal that version of you that continued to carry that old belief and that old characteristic with you. And it weaved it through your entire life. And so it's time to let that go. So go through those limiting beliefs and rewrite them. Create new affirmations that you feel deep within you and that are meant for you and that are meant to help you create that greatness. And then surrender it all to the universe. Be very clear on your goals and what you want to ask of the universe. The universe doesn't understand gray or that foggy area. So be still. Listen for the universe to send those messages and those signs. And don't overthink them. Trust what you hear and what you feel. And then ground yourself and clear out all that old energy. Go out into nature. Be outdoors. Be in the beauty and the stillness that is out there. You can also sage and Palo Santo your space and your energy and lean into those essential oils and crystals. I always tell others when they ask me like what oils to use or what stones are for this or that, I always tell them to place them in front of themselves and lean into the ones that are pulling you in. Your energy is going to be that guide for you. And I also do this little practice of mine when I feel that I'm just taking on all of the stuff that's around me, and it's just heavy. And so I like to close my eyes and repeat, I let go of all the energy that is not mine to hold. And I picture it moving from my crown or the top of my head down and out through my feet, returning it back to Mother Earth. And you can say this as many times as you need until you feel that release and you feel that calm. You were made to shine brightly. You are 100% safe to live your soul truth and your purpose. You are your own limit. So do the soul work because you desire, you deserve to achieve and receive all that you desire. And once you start removing the emotional weight, your wings become free to fly. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening in and feeling into the words that I was speaking You can find me at sarahbartonhealing.com and on Facebook at Sarah Barton Healing. I would love to connect with you and help you along your healing journey. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Sarah, for sharing your soul's purpose and the great information and tools. We can start using these right away with journaling, 
and learning to, as you say, scream on paper, going deeper into our, our old characteristics that aren't true, exploring our limiting beliefs. We can create affirmations and trust the universe. Thanks also for telling us how to ground by going outside, how to select oils and crystals, and your technique where you close your eyes and say, I let go of all the energy that is not mine to hold. What a beautiful, quick, easy releasing ceremony. Thanks so much. Our next speaker today is Mandy Bedbury, who's covering one of my personal favorite topics, emotional intelligence, your EQ, not your IQ. The title of her selection is My Amygdala Made Me Do It, as she discusses how sometimes we get angry and have a quick temper, and it's really our amygdala. Hello, everyone. First, I'd like to thank Dar for hosting this Light Leader series. I am honored and humbled to be a part of it. My name is Mandy Bedbury. I'm an accredited practitioner of emotional intelligence using the amazing technique of improv. My mission is to help folks become better leaders, coworkers, family members, and friends by teaching them emotional intelligence in a fun, supportive environment. I want folks to have fun while they learn. Having said that, I want to share with you today some really cool sciencey stuff that has helped me over the years and has really resonated with the participants of my workshop. First, what is emotional intelligence? It is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express your emotions, and to handle relationships judiciously and empathetically. There are five key elements of emotional intelligence, which is self-awareness, self-regulation, empathy, social skills, and motivation. But for today, I'll be sharing a fun fact that will help you with your self-awareness and regulation journey. Have you ever gotten angry and without thinking, lost your temper, and exploded with emotion? Ha! Me too! <laughs> Most of the time, it is an event that happens, and in a drop of a hat, your emotions take over and you are no longer thinking straight. Afterwards, when you have calmed down and thinking clearly, you may feel shame, regret, or embarrassment. We all have experienced that at some point in our life. And the good news is, there's a name for it, and there are techniques we can learn to help to alleviate it. This little thing that happens to us is called emotional hijacking. And this is a term coined by Daniel Goleman in his 1996 book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ. Emotional hijacking can happen in an instant, and by the time you're over it, a lot of damage can be done. But the science part of this is pretty stinking cool. So let's take a look. There is a tiny almond-shaped thing in your brain and it's called the amygdala. It is the seat of all emotions in the brain and it's located in the limbic system. And this little dude takes over the neocortex, which is the part of the brain that is responsible for your thinking. During an emotional hijack, the neocortex stops functioning because the amygdala gets triggered and in an instant takes control of the thinking rational brain, in a sense, hijacking it. 
This response was useful when we were all roaming the earth and had to fear getting ingested by a giant saber-toothed friggin' tiger. But nowadays, we may not have scary tigers devouring us anymore. But we still have legit things and events that trigger that fight, flight, or freeze response, causing our amygdala to take over. I always picture my amygdala like this little, tiny little almond-shaped dude. He's got like eyes. He's like cute. He's kind of like, he's kind of like how, remember that paper clip that, that Microsoft had for a while? Like he was kind of annoying, but the, the almond-shaped dude in my head, he kind of has those big eyes like that. And he's just trying to help, right? Like he's just trying to save us from a saber-toothed tiger. So that little guy needs a little break too, because he's just trying to survive an attack, right? Only now our emotional hijacking doesn't lead us to surviving an attack. For me, it's usually a slow driver in the fast lane. Poof, my neocortex is taken over by my little dude amygdala. I'm yelling at someone to move the heck over using words I dare not repeat and hand gestures better left unseen. An overreaction that ends with a ton of shame and a lot of embarrassment. Let's take a second. Can you think back and see all those times your brain was hijacked? Part of being emotionally intelligent is to learn how to self-regulate. So once you become self-aware of the hijacking, i.e. when you feel a trigger coming on and you begin to see red, try to visualize the little almond dude telling your brain what to do. That little guy thinks he's saving your life from a tiger, so maybe we should cut him some slack. But you can take a step back and look at the situation, recognizing you are being hijacked, and it will help you to begin to stabilize, to breathe, and to calm that amygdala. To begin thinking rationally again. Breathe, recognize, and regulate your response. Wouldn't it be great the next time you feel the amygdala trying to take over, you work through it and respond differently? There are lots of tips and tricks online, and you can also take one of my emotional intelligence workshops to learn how. The point is, no matter how old you are and how you think your habits are set, there are ways to become self-aware and regulate. Give yourself a break and forgive yourself of all the times you now know you were emotionally hijacked. After all, your amygdala made you do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Mandy Bedbury. Thanks so much, Mandy, for discussing one of the five pillars of EQ, emotional intelligence, in such a fun and interesting way. Your tip regarding dealing with temper and anger is greatly appreciated and will be helpful to many of our listeners, I'm sure. The third and final speaker today has such a fun title, and she is one of the most joyful women I know. Jean Berry is the game inventor mentor. And today she's discussing serious fun and serious money. Using physical card decks and board games to grow a business or to just add more joy into your life. Not too long ago, I was at a party and most of the attendees were mission-driven business owners. At one point, I found myself in a circle with other business owners. Inevitably, someone asks, what do you all do? And it started around the circle. People saying things like, hi, I'm Sally and I'm a life coach, or I'm Seth and I'm a blogger. And it came to me and they asked, Jean, what do you do? 
and I said, I invented a game. Everyone in the circle leaned in. They wanted to know more. Hi, I'm Jean Berry. I'm a game inventor mentor. Mission-driven coaches and consultants hire me to create games from their transformational work, which usually results in serious fun and serious money. I invented a game called Angels, Peacocks, and Butterflies, 100 Days of Miracles. It's a game for business owners to help them open up their intuition, trust its messages, and get into action. I've discovered a few things about games. And physical games are incredibly good at a few things in business. First, they are engaging. They use movement, strategy, and intuition, opening up your full body to an experience that really impacts you and has you feel the lesson and point you want to make. Second, games are memorable. Years after someone played or purchased my games, I still receive calls, clients, and referrals. One client even sent me a butterfly print scarf from China because she knew it aligned with my game. And finally, games are magnetic. Most businesses start their client process with a pipeline or a funnel, and games are a very compelling way to introduce the heart of your business to prospective clients in a beautiful and comforting way that eases people in and gets them to know you. People lean in for the uniqueness and sheer fun of it. So let me ask you this. Are you magnetic in business? Your mission and heart-centered work makes an impact, yet does your marketing have potential clients lean in? Are your clients deeply engaged and referring you? Adding a physical card or board game to grow your business has a joy quotient that expands your heart. Here's the deal. Your joy creates serious fun and serious money in your business. I found one of the best ways to stick your toes in and get started in the game world is to create your own personal game. I love to do this with personal oracle decks. A personal oracle deck uses your own dream imagery, meanings, and symbols to give you quick answers, clarity, open up your creativity and intuition, as well as getting the universe on the same page as you and start putting your desires to reality. It can be as simple as pulling out a stack of index cards and brainstorming some inspiring words for you. Grab some crayons from your favorite kid and draw simple pictures, shapes, or colors. I actually have my own stash of crayons. <laughs> you don't need a kid for that. <laughs> they don't have to be great. The pictures can be whatever comes out of your hand. They just have to be yours because these are designed for you. Then play with them. See what wisdom they have for you. Ask a question. Shuffle and draw a card. Hold it to your heart and feel its message. Then read what you wrote on the card and listen for the voice of your higher self to decode it for you. Maybe even sit with it for a day. Your higher self knows how to connect information to you. Of course, if you want to take it to the next level and have some guidance in creating your personal deck, I have created a five-day creation quest to make your own deck. This is five days of what I like to call a professional play date. 
It's time for you, time for your creative muse, time for opening up your business to new energies. I normally charge $111 for this quest and for you, Darla's fans and listeners, I have created a deep discount and you can participate for just $33. Use the coupon code DARLA. You can read all about it in the link below and remember to use your coupon code. Make sure to share your Oracle deck creations with me. I love a good game. Listen to your heart and follow it. I'm Jean Barry, your game inventor mentor. Let's play. Thanks, Jean, for encouraging all of us to create a personal card deck or game because they are engaging, intuitive, creative, they create movement, are memorable, and magnetic, and a whole lot of fun. I love taking Jean's personal card deck quest. It was indeed a five-day play date, as she called it. Just a little aside, I paid full price and got every penny's worth. So I hope that you'll take advantage of the deep discount that she so generously is offering today for our listeners. As we bring this episode to a close, I want to thank Sarah, Mandy, and Jean again for sharing such awesome wisdom and for their generous gifts that they've provided for our listeners. You'll find them on the show notes page at callitinpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Call It In with Dar. I hope that you are enjoying this light leader series as much as I am. Please don't hesitate to connect with our speakers to learn more about them and to take advantage of the generous gifts that they've created just for you and the one-year anniversary of Call It In with Dar. Thanks for listening.